Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You are being watched. You're listening to the Television Archive. The show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Person of Interest. These people irrelevant. We don't. Hunted by the authorities. We work in secret. You'll never find us. But victim or perpetrator, if your number's up, we'll find you. discussing season five episode eight titled reassortment yet another excellent episode that has aged maybe a little too well (laughs) i'm gonna be honest i could uh could probably have done without watching this episode during a global pandemic (laughs) it uh Certainly, uh, certainly wasn't needed. Certainly didn't help my mental state. (laughs) So, the A story of this episode, to funnel it down to its most basic plot points, is essentially Samaritan starts a super flu outbreak in an emergency room to cover up the fact that it is tampering with hospital databases, manipulating hospital databases for its own purposes. For the sake of all of our sanity, (laughs) I am not going to dive into the weeds on this story nearly as much as I normally would, because it is way too real. Like, it is way, way too goddamn real. Like, oh my god. Every single aspect of it. Like, it's all COVID. It's all COVID. All of it. All of it is, like, immediately, like, oh, God, it's immediately COVID. It's immediately, it's just, it's a condensed version of the pandemic. It, It really is. It's too real. It's too goddamn real. Point is, Samaritan did the thing, and they stopped the thing, and they cured the thing, and everything's all good. Like, we'll leave it at that. Although, I do want to talk about this from Blackwell's perspective, because all the stuff from Blackwell is awesome. And all the stuff we see from him is amazing this episode. Like, we literally start this episode with him sitting down with his ex-girlfriend saying, like, Hey, why aren't we back together? And the ex-girlfriend just going, like, uh... Yeah, I've done the math. Ex-cons, most ex-cons end up back in prison within five years. I can't do that again. Uh, And just sort of leaving him. And then he starts asking questions about, like, who am I working for? Why am I doing all this? What's Samaritan? Remember Root said the name Samaritan to him a couple episodes back? And his handler sends him on a mission into this hospital. Basically to inject this super flu directly into uh, two of the major medical professionals who are calling Samaritan out on this BS. On the whole tampering of databases. 
or at least calling the database out as being not great. And Blackwell initially is like, no, I'm not doing this. Like, not only will I be killing them, I'll be killing all of these people because these are the medical professionals keeping them alive, keeping them from contracting this virus. And Blackwell's handler is like, hey, so, um, we picked up fingerprints from a robbery recently, uh, committed by one of the people... Uh, one of the people you were working with when you were painting houses, the fingerprints might belong to you. They might not. Who knows? But we'll send them to the police if you don't do what we say. And so he does what they say, and there's this big confrontation with Reese, and Fuskew rescues one of the doctors and all that. The big reveal at the end of this episode is the real reason Samaritan started this super flu. So, the database thing, that was just, like, a convenient aside. That was, like, a convenient secondary thing. Turns out, the real reason Samaritan wanted to cause an outbreak was so that it could have an excuse to get the entire American population to get, uh... (laughs) their DNA on file in Samaritan's database into one big medical database so that Samaritan could sort everyone by their genetic code. So, yeah. There's that. Hopefully COVID doesn't end like that. Hopefully COVID ends and we're just like, okay, we're maybe a little bit more careful with health stuff. Like, hopefully it doesn't end with literally all of our genetic code is now uh, being given to an artificial superintelligence. Hopefully that isn't exactly how COVID-19 ends, but I mean, you never know. 2020, for the love of God, like this, (laughs) there's like an infinite numbers of ways this could end. Jesus Christ, this pandemic, it's driven me insane. Anyway, it's fine. It's solid. Literally any other year, I would have watched this episode and been like, that's great. That's an amazing episode. I really love watching that. But, like, this time around, it's just like, too real, too real, too real, too real, too real. (laughs) Like, I can't. I can't right now. (laughs) This was bad timing. Uh, At the same time, Fusco is continuing to ask questions about the tunnel. He goes to Elias in the safe house and is like, hey, so I found all these bodies in a tunnel. One of them was Bruce. I need you to give me information on trucks. Because I think one of the trucks in the city carried explosives and it was on an unofficial basis. And Elias points Fusco to this one guy who handles all illegal transportation in the city. Fusco questions this guy. He gives him a list of all the drivers he knows about. And on that list is Blackwell. And Fusco goes as far as to go into the hospital. Because uh, he tracks down license plates and all that. And it leads him to the hospital. He goes into the hospital. Into ground zero of this virus. To try and arrest Blackwell. And of course, uh, freaking virus Samaritan stuff gets in the way and Black Blackwell is able to run off before Fusco can arrest him. And 
Fusco then immediately is like, you know what? Screw this. And he's requesting reassignment. So Fusco is no longer Reese, or sorry, Riley's partner. He's transferring somewhere else. And is just fully cutting himself off from everyone. Finch also goes to Elias and is like, hey, you brought Fusco into this. What the hell? Stop doing that. And Elias is like, um, hey, you pissed off that I brought Fusco in? Well, uh, how about this? Why didn't you tell me about Bruce? And they just have this standoff. They have this argument. And Elias is like, look, war requires sacrifice. You have to use all your pieces, not just your favorites. And Elias even goes as far as to say, you know, you're probably the darkest out of everyone. It's the quiet ones we have to worry about. Sort of insinuating that Finch has some, like, darker side to him. And then Finch just walks away like, I think you're mistaken. So the rift between uh, Fusco and everyone else is kind of growing. And Elias has contributed to that in a not insignificant way. But let's talk about the thing we really want to talk about. Let's talk about the big, the big attraction of this episode. Shaw's grand escape. Shaw is finally escaping. Samaritan. Uh, She enacts the plan. She uh, uses the message from the machine, uses the code from the machine, uh, and uses the machine's plans to get out. Uh, She Shawshank Redemptions herself by digging a tunnel in her room. And she emerges, by the way, in a South African prison. So this entire time she spent in a South African prison, uh, she has this great little aside where she makes friends with one of the prisoners who helps her escape, gives her the tools to escape the prison. And then after Shaw escapes, he's like, yeah, I I have to stay here. I got friends I can't leave behind. And then Shaw just goes off on her own. Uh, there's an excellent, amazing, just pitch-perfect moment where Shaw is stopped by Lambert. Who's like, why are you trying to escape? This is another simulation. This is another simulation. You're still, you're still in your hospital bed. You're still in your VR headset. Uh, everything's still the exact same as it always was. And Shaw, for a second, like, for a second, Lambert gets inside her head. For a second, Lambert's able to get the wheels turning of, like, wait, is this real? Is this real? Is this real? Is this real? And then Shaw just, here's, here's the thing. What Lambert very much underestimated is Shaw's rabid bloodlust. Because, <laughs> like, Shaw at this point is like, I mean, yeah, maybe this is real, maybe this is a simulation. Who cares? Either way, I get to kill you. Bang. <laughs> and just straight up murders Lambert. So, she gets out 
She finishes her escape through the prison. She gets in a van. She drives away. And there's a little, like, amazing Easter egg to the audience telegraphing, don't worry, this is for sure real, when the van she's driving in contains a news report that, oh, there was a, there was a virus uh, that went through New York City. So now all of America has gone uh, super obsessive with getting vaccinated and all that, blah, 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 blah. So we have a literal, like, control there saying, this is reality. We're in reality now. This is not a fake out. Shaw has actually escaped. Shaw actually got out this time. She is actually out in the world. She actually escaped Samaritan. Yeah! Shaw is out. Shaw is out. Shaw is out. Get ready. Get ready because... Oh boy, has Shaw got some things in store. This entire season, for everything, there's a lot that's about to go down. We only have five episodes left in the entire series. The entire series has only five episodes to go, and then we're done. Oh boy. Oh boy. Those those last five episodes. This ends in a pretty good way. I'm just going to say that. I'm going to leave it there. And I swear to God, none of them feel as way too real as this episode does. Uh, This is the last time we'll get a (laughs) bit too real storyline. Anyway, uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archive so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcast app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just to push my button on the Anchor app. I'll play with it on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. If you become a patron, you can also get access to the Television Archive Supplemental, which I'll be putting up there once every month. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 5, Episode 9. Talk to you then.